So here's the big question. How do mortgage brokers like us, who are in the trenches every single day, how do we consistently grow our business every year without working 60 hours a week? How do we get our skills and expertise out to the world and still have a life? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. I am Ryan Wiley, and welcome to the 12-Hour Broker Podcast. Good morning, 12-Hour Broker Podcast. West Coast Wiley here, cruising in the Jeep. Maisie by my side, getting ready to crush the day. Um, This is kind of what we do every day. We go out in the morning, do our thing, gets fresh air going, gets her exercise, gets her happy, sets the tone for the day. Um, let's just go through our thoughts, kind of what we're doing, what the next couple hours are, and that's usually kids in school for weekdays. Today is a weekend, so it's a little more relaxed time. I get to build some things in, in my business uh, on the weekend because things slow down, obviously. Emails don't come in as much, so I get to spend an hour or so building stuff, which is I, I thoroughly enjoy. And so what I'm going to talk about today is this. A way, you know, if you're if you're... If you're running your business, doesn't matter if you're, but if you're solely focused on A business, okay. Let's say you're most of your stuff is A. You dabble in the B. Let's say clients come to you, and I'm only saying this because I've seen this scenario come up with some agents recently. And when I position certain things to them in a different way, they're like, "Oh, here they thought a deal was going to go here or here." They tell the client this. And I said, well, let's do this ABC. And I didn't think of that. Wow, that's interesting. And so I wanted to share it here. Hopefully you can grab some inspiration. So if someone comes to you with a deal, a client comes to you, and you look at the file and you're like, okay, that's, uh, I probably can't get down. I can get down to B set though, right? But they're A clients, but it doesn't fit for whatever reason. Not enough provable income. Definitely not like a credit thing, but more not provable income. Um, you know, the ratios are just too stretched. But they are A clients, they have good approval income, good credit, they've always been A clients. And now, I've seen a lot of newer agents just go, hey, that this could be a B deal. Well, we can get down the B side. And I think you're doing a big, big, big disservice to your clients. It's our role to position A deals to them. And just because they came to you and said, I want to put 20% down and do this, it's your job to go back with different scenarios in the A world. Because if you're just throwing out the B scenario, because that's quick and easy for you, and because you don't want to roll your sleeves up and figure out these other scenarios, then you're just being lazy, and you're not acting in the best interest of that client. And so I've talked to some agents, and I've run through some deals with them, and they're like, yeah, and, and I've even been told that maybe they should just send this to the branch, right? Go to the branch. And I was like, do not do that. Please do not do that. If you do that, you lose all confidence in a referral partner. You lose all confidence from that client for any future business. Um, and as soon as you start telling them it's a B deal, the dynamic of that relationship changes. Now all of a sudden you've told these people who paid their bills on time, who are earning a good living, and they're under the perception that they're A clients, and they very well might be, uh, but now you're telling them that they're B clients, there's, there's a psychological thing that happens when you start telling people, right, that you're a B client. You start going, okay, does this person, like, that's kind of like a dig at me. Like, especially if I don't think that, right? So does this person know what they're talking about? A, if you, if, if I'm figure I'm an A client, 
even if I'm borderline, and you just come out tell me, yeah, I'm a B client, I go, no, I'm already, like, I kind of don't like you, right? Instead, if you would come back to me and position different scenarios in the A world, I would be like, okay, now, and, and back it up with reasoning, I'd be like, okay, now that makes more sense to me. So, and then just because I came to you as a client and said, hey, I want to buy this with 20% down, doesn't mean that's the way it is. I don't go, yeah, we can do it, but it's in the B world. I go, no. So scenario A, this is an example that we had. Scenario A was, hey, I want to buy, let's use a number. I'm going to buy a $1.5 million home, 20% down. Okay. But by the black and white letter, like black and white color, sorry, of the lending world, those the strict 44 GDS guidelines. I don't care about GDS, right? Just TDS, sorry. I don't care about GDS because Scotia doesn't. So just by that, based on the current scenario, you on your application, your current job, everything there, you qual- scenario A, you qualify for 1.2. It's not what you wanted to hear, but I'm telling you, I can get 1.2 done. Now, there's some scenarios here. You had some other income and that's, you know, we might be able to use some contract, but there's a little gray area there where we need an exception. So scenario B I present to them is you can get the $1.5 million purchase, but I need to get an exception. And the exception is 100%. And we won't know about the exception until you've actually purchased the property. And you might be saying, well, no, you could go to your BRM before and ask. And I'm telling you, there's more to this deal and a couple of these deals. So I'm not going to get into the nitty gritty. It's just we need an exception or two, which we've done in the past, but it's not guaranteed. So scenario A, 1.2, you can get this done, A lender. I know you don't like that though. Okay, but I'm just telling you, this is what you're actually approved for, pre-approved for. Scenario B, 1.5 with an exception, but we don't know if we can get it done. So then what we do is we present scenario C. Scenario C is the worst case option. If you buy at the 1.5 and we can't get our exceptions, we have to be okay with scenario C. And scenario C in this instance was we add on a cosigner. We have already know there's like a little, we have the cosigner's info. We add the cosigner on, you pay out a car loan, and you kick in an extra 80 grand. If we can do that, then you can get the 1.5. And that's if we don't get our exception. So those three scenarios are all in the A world. So you came to me with the 1.5 million, 20% down. I could get that done in the B world. Sure, I can get it done, but I'm not going to tell you that. That's not, I'm going to present these options in the A world. I'm not even going to mention the word B lender, B client. All of a sudden, like, you just don't like me. It shifted that dynamic. And I highly suggest that you don't go down that path. There's a certain skill set that has to come with selling the B option as well. But at the end of the day, the B option is not their best option. Getting them at option A, B, or C is. Okay? So maybe option D is the B world. Right? And you can get it done at the B world, and then they don't have to add on. So you give them two outs. You give them two worst-case options. If they buy for one five, twenty percent down, you've got hey, add cosigner, eighty thousand more, and pay out car. Or we go to scenario D, which is B, and here's your kind of a range of your rates and what that looks like, right? So that's how I position it to our clients, and this is how I highly suggest you do. You don't just look at it and you go, hey, now you're B, we can go B, because people come to you with a story, people come to you with a plan, but they don't know, and you're the expert. You're the problem solver. You find solutions. It's your job to protect them. We always tell people, if you work with us, you pay the least amount of interest over the life of your mortgage. Well, if you just shoot them to a B lender and don't even do the groundwork to present those other options and present that way, you're just lying to them. 
You are, right? They're paying more interest to work with you versus working with me. If they take option A, B, or C, they pay less interest, right? So that's how we do it. This is, I'm bringing this up because I'm starting to see, I'm talking to a lot more newer agents, starting to see the inner workings of how they operate, um, how they structure files to people. And this is, seems to be a common theme. Okay. Kind of like a, doesn't work in the A, go with the B. Nope. That's how it works. It's going to be what are, let's exhaust our options on the A. I'm going to show you all the options on the A. And I always tell the clients, I'm going to come back to you with options. You might not like them, but it'll keep you in the A world. And I just want you to know all your options. And they're like, okay, that's fair. Yep. I like it. Right. Cause I told you, I backed it up with, Hey, we might be able to get the one five option B with the exception. We might be able to get that. I've got that done in the past. It's probably 50-50 if we can get it based on my relationship and how we're going to sell the scenario to the lender, right? And how I feel about the file. But if we can't, we need to be okay with option C or D, right? I would never present option D to them. I would first ask, present it to them and go, are you comfortable with option C? If they say no, or I'm not sure, I don't know, I would go, okay, there's an option D as well. I would never put the B option on there right away. Because I just don't want them to feel like they're going into that B space when they don't, them themselves don't feel like they need to. So if they, if we exhaust the options and they don't want A because 1.2, they just don't want to go down that path. Like it's just not enough. B, sure, but they don't want to risk it. If they're not okay with option C, I will present option D. Okay. But I never lead with it because I think it's just being lazy and it's not in the best interest of the client. So, so there you go. That's my take on it. Exhaust. When an A client comes across your, your plate, exhaust the A options. Give them different stories. Give them different scenarios. Lay it out for them. Show them the moving parts. Explain why each of those options, why you're presenting it to them. And if you do that, you'll have a client for life, right? They might have been easily told from another broker or the bank. Yeah, no, can't get this done. You're going to go in the B world right? Just the scenario might not have been presented to them correctly. Okay. So something to think about. Um, there you go. That's it kids. Five texts a day. I hope that helps. Peace out. This is an, I love mortgage brokering production.